Today is Monday, June 13th, and you're listening to the mini podcast, Strength for Today. This is the podcast, Understanding Christianity. I'm your host, Pastor Sean Cole. I'm the lead pastor of Emmanuel Baptist Church in Sterling, Colorado. I'm also a professor at Colorado Christian University. I hope you had a great weekend. We are in our third week of these mini bursts of encouragement for your day as we keep trekking through uh, briefly each day the book of Philippians. And so we uh, last week ended up with uh, beginning chapter 2. And so let's just dive right in again to Philippians chapter 2 verses 1 through 5. So if there's any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from rivalry or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus." Last Friday, we looked in verse 1 there of four gospel blessings that empower us to adopt an attitude of Christ-like humility. But we really find out what Paul is after in verse 2. Verse 2 gives us the main verb in this entire section. And if you do Bible study, especially in Pauline epistles, the main verb really tells us the main point of what Paul's thesis or his um, argument that he's trying to get across under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And so he wants the Philippian church to make his joy complete. He says, complete my joy. And it's interesting, it all comes back to joy. Uh, We've been looking at this almost every day, the whole theme of joy. And remember, he's a pastor suffering in prison. What would make him the most joyful is that the people back at the church in Philippi, this church that he loves, that they would adopt an attitude of Christ-like humility and that they would serve one another in the power of the gospel. And let me just stop and say that as the pastor of Emmanuel Baptist Church, if you're, if you're listening to this and you're, you're part of our congregation or even if you're not, this is really one of our chief values for our church. We really desire to have a culture of humility here at Emmanuel Baptist Church where we truly believe in God's sovereign grace. We never want to walk around prideful or arrogant or thinking that somehow we deserve God's blessings or we're the greatest church in town or or you need to come to our church because things are happening there. No, we want to walk in humility and all of God's blessing upon our lives. And on our church, I never want us to think that somehow uh, we've arrived or that we're the latest and greatest church or that we are superior in any way. That's not our desire at Emmanuel Baptist Church. That's not my desire as pastor. So here's Paul's request. Make my joy complete. Well, how do we do that, Paul? How are we supposed to make your joy complete? Well, he gives four exhortations, four encouragements for us to adopt this Christ-like humility. First of all, in verse 2, he tells us to have the same attitude or mind. Uh, The word attitude really shows up around 10 times in the book of Philippians. It's an important word. Uh, Paul wants us to be so unified that we're of the same mind. We're thinking the same way. We're all going in the same 
direction. Now, under this command to have the same mind or attitude, Paul gives like three subheadings or three particular ways to have the same attitude. If if you just kind of trek the way he's writing here in the original language. And these are all in what we call the present active imperative, which means that they're commands, they're imperatives, but they're present active, meaning they're to be continually obeyed. They are to be displays of lifestyle. Um, So here's subheading one. Keep on continually loving one another, having the same love. We have the same mind by having the same love for one another. John, in his epistle in 1 John 3, 16-18, By this we know love, that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers. But if anyone has the world's good and sees his brother in need, yet closes his heart against him, how does God's love abide in him? Little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and truth. Subheading 2 here in Philippians. Keep on continually being united in spirit. Literally in the Greek text, be one souled soul knit together. He wants this church family to be so intimately tied to one another that they're walking in unison. And it really ties back to Paul's desire back in chapter 1, verse 27, let your manner of life be worthy of the gospel so that whether I come and see you or I'm absent, I may hear that you're standing firm in one spirit with one mind, striving side by side for the faith of the gospel. Subheading 3. Keep on continually being intent on one purpose. Have one mind. Now, what's this purpose? What's what's the goal? What's what's Paul leading us to? What were they needing to be united around? Well, back up in chapter 1, verse 12, I want you to know, brothers, that what has happened to me has served to advance the gospel so that it has become known throughout the whole imperial guard and to all the rest that my imprisonment is for Christ. And most of the brothers, having become confident in the Lord by my imprisonment, are much more bold to speak the word without fear. Again, it all comes back to advancing the gospel. So the first way here that we can make Paul's joy complete is by having the same attitude. And under that big umbrella, under that big category, he gives three ways to do that. Number one, have the same love. Number two, be one sold or in full accord, and number three, have one mind or one purpose. Now, does that describe your church? Does that describe your family? Does that describe your relationships with your brothers and sisters in Christ? Are you having this compassionate, unified love for one another where you're walking arm in arm for the advancement of the gospel? And are you doing it with joy are we stifling a culture of humility or are you encouraging a culture of humility in your church are there areas of pride or arrogance in your life today from which you need to repent i want to give an encouragement to you Uh, paul is writing here as a pastor back to his church and he wants 
the church to complete his joy. And so maybe today, think about what can I do specifically, concretely, to make my pastor's joy complete? I don't know who's listening to this podcast. I have people listening all over the country, maybe even all over the world. And you all have your own pastor that you are... um, part of his flock. You're sitting under his teaching. How can you this week or maybe even this day um, encourage your pastor, make his joy complete? How can you promote a culture of humility and joy in your church family? Just something to think about on this day, June 13th, Monday. Hopefully you have a good Monday. Uh, And so we will be back tomorrow as we continue through the book of Philippians. I hope you have a good day today in the Lord. May he make his face shine upon you, bless you, keep you, and keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. Thank you for listening to Strength for Today, the mini podcast of Understanding Christianity.